Hi, welcome to Living Like a Dre podcast, the podcast meant to inspire, encourage, and add value to your life through topics of faith, life, and wellness. I'm your host, Adre Durth, and I'm so glad you joined me for this episode today. In today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about love and relationships. With Valentine's Day being tomorrow, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I thought this would be a great topic to touch on this week. So when I started thinking about what I was going to talk about, you know, one of the first things that came to mind was, what is love? How is it defined? We can find in, you know, your typical Google search, a definition of love. Um, and I found that. And so I want to share that with you. Uh, in my in my Google search, I found that love is defined by an intense feeling of deep affection, a great interest or pleasure in something. And I thought, okay, that's a pretty basic description of love. But the description of love that I really think resonates more deeply can be found in 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 through 7. In the New Living Translation, it says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. How incredible (laughs) is that definition of love? (laughs) Uh, I think that most of us would say that most of the time, we probably don't measure up to that. But I want to encourage you, friends, that, you know, if you are in relationship with Jesus, the closer you grow in that relationship with him, the more closely aligned we become with this definition of love. Now, I don't think we'll ever actually reach that on this side of heaven, but I do think as we grow in our faith, as we grow in our relationship with the Lord, he definitely moves us in that direction over time. So relationships, we've talked a little bit about the definition of love. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about the relationship aspect of love. I think many of us have this vision or this fairy tale of what love looks like, and we don't often know yet what the relationship part of it is and how involved it is to, you know, cultivate love to, and to keep the fires of love burning and, and all of that through relationship. And relationship is hard, y'all. It's hard. It requires time, energy. It requires intentionality. Uh, it requires sacrifice. Um, it can be very hard, whether it's a relationship with family, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, um, you know, just all relationships that we have in our lives. They're not always easy. It's not a fairy tale. It's it's work sometimes. And I think that's a part of people sometimes 
fail to really recognize and accept that it it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. Now, there's much reward on the other side of that effort, no matter what type of relationship it is. Um, but I'd like to talk a little bit more about marriage. I've been married for 23 years, and I can definitely say I'm much better now than I was 23 years ago in terms of uh, really nurturing our love and our relationship. And I think one of the things that has really helped me grow in that area is my relationship with the Lord. Um, I think that our relationships, if you look at them in a hierarchy kind of way, just to just to visualize it, um, you know, our relationship with God should always be first. Uh, and then our spouse or our significant other should be next. Like they should be our second best friend. So God should be our number one best friend. And then our our spouses should be our number two best friend. They should be the person that we want to share everything with first other than God. Um, and that is something that my husband have, and I have really tried to, you know, make sure we keep at the center of everything over the years. When we first got married, one of the things we talked about was being each other's best friend. Now, back then, I, my walk with the Lord was not as, um, you know, well-developed as it is now. And so um, I, you know, kind of started a little bit on the backward side of things. Um, but as I've learned and grown, I definitely know that number one best friend is God. Number two is my husband. When we're happy, when things are going well, when they're not going well, that the person we're confiding in the most outside of God should be our spouse. Um, when we look to other sources outside of our spouse, it excludes them from what's going on. And that bond is the most important relationship in my opinion, that you can have in your life outside of your relationship with God. You know, we have relationships with our parents and relationships with our children and friends and other family members, but your relationship with your spouse should be the most important and the most sacred relationship that you have in your life. I think it's something that helps to keep that connection, um, keeps that love going because, uh, you know, circumstances in your life can alter that. It can, you know, change things. It can change perspective. I mean, there's just so many things. We could go on and on and on about it. But ultimately, what it boils down to, I think, is keeping your spouse as your best friend, the person that you want to share all the ups and all the downs with, and the person that you want to be in your corner. Because when we when we fall in love and and we meet that person, um, you know, I do believe God brings us together with people. Sometimes that's for that could be for a season. You know, we don't we don't fully understand and know how things work. And sometimes our actions you know, can cause things to happen and things to to go in different directions. But God will always take everything and bring it back around 
for our good. His word says that. His word says that he will work things out for the good um, for those who love him. And so I do believe that if we, you know, make mistakes and, you know, walk down a different path than he has for us, that we need to be on and he will bring all the right people into our lives. And so um, marriage to me is a compliment and in your personality types um, or your strengths and weaknesses, you know, it's, it's talked about in many different ways, but ultimately your spouse compliments you instead of clashing. So they have things that you need and you have things that they need and both of you together can meet all of those needs. And so remaining best friends helps you keep that together. Um, You know, one of the worst things we could do is take an issue, you know, we might be mad for a moment and we run to a friend and just vent to them about, you know, whatever's going on. And, and instead of taking time to maybe cool down and, and go and talk to our spouse in a very um, productive way. And then what that ends up doing, maybe you run to your mom or your sister or a friend, like I said, in that moment, in that heated moment, and that will kind of distort the perception that your family members or your friends have about your spouse and your relationship. And it could be that it was just a momentary thing that you were just upset about and you spouted off. And we talked in the last episode about uh, using our words and being careful how we use our words because we cannot take things back once they are said. And so I would just encourage you to think about that in those moments where you know, things aren't, you know, going quite right, or something's not right, take time to reflect, pray about it, take it to God first, before, you know, you take it out to friends and family and things like that. Cool down, take time to pray about it, and then have that conversation with your spouse. Um, I think that that is just one of the best ways that we can, like I said, continue to cultivate and nurture the love and relationship that you have with your spouse. So another thing is whenever you have disagreements, when you've stopped and prayed about it, talked to God about it, and talked to your spouse about it, forgive and then let those things go. When we continue to bring up old things in heated moments, then that means we haven't really laid it down. We haven't really given that um, forgiveness for whatever that thing was. And as we continue to bring that up, you know, anytime there's small arguments, it just eats away and erodes at your relationship. And so I would, I would just encourage you friends, if you have something that is a reoccurring, some kind of hurt from the past, you know, something that maybe your spouse has done that, you know, when you have those heated moments that you bring back up, uh, I would really encourage you to pray about those things and really hand them over to God and just lay them down and forgive your spouse for whatever that thing was. And, you know, just get guidance from God on how to move forward from that, because those things will just continue to just eat away at your relationship and will not help you in the present or in the future. So um, I would encourage you to do that. You know, another thing that I think is so, so important is 
really not being selfish. Um, I think that sometimes, you know, humans in general, I think we can tend to, you know, sway on the selfish side most of the time. And so when you're in a, you know, committed relationship and you're married, you know, selfishness kind of has to go out the window. Um, you know, for, for your relationship to be successful, uh, you have to just lay down the things that you want sometimes. And there's really, there's a give and take there. You know, sometimes your spouse is going to need more than you need and you're going to need, you know, more than they need at times. And if we're not laying down that selfishness that creeps up inside of us so that we can meet the need of our spouse, it can be so damaging. Um, you know, Jimmy Evans talks about this in the book, The Four Laws of Love. I highly encourage you to read that book. I also have some other resources that I will recommend at the end of the episode, and I'll also include in my show notes. But I just want to encourage you, friends, if you are married and you're struggling, you can turn it around. Uh, you really can. It will take a lot of work and a lot of effort, but with the help of God and other resources such as counseling and things like that, you can definitely work on those things and try to work it out. I know that sometimes, you know, things don't work out. um, But, you know, I I do think that there are things you can do to try um, if you haven't already. And then those of you who are single, or maybe just dating, you know, there, there's so much time in that that you can really focus on developing your relationship with God and really, you know, building a good, strong foundation in your relationship with the Lord, which will only help whenever you do find that person that is your person, uh, will only help you to just really have a great relational foundation to build on. And so just, I just want to encourage you in that, you know, love and relationships are so, so tough. Um, You know, love is so beautiful and pure, uh, but relationships, when you get into that, it's, it's a lot more than just, you know, the feel goods. It's, it's the work. It's the part that we have to dig in and spend time, energy, uh, doing and, and really cultivating. And so uh, some of the resources that I recommend, uh, like I said, I mentioned the four laws of love. I also recommend love and respect. And then recently, a friend of mine recommended a book called DNA of Relationships. I have not read it yet, but she raves about it. And so I just thought it was worth mentioning. I value her opinions. So I figured I would mention it to you all. And then I also think that sometimes it can be so helpful, a helpful tool in our tool belt to know uh, personality types. Uh, it's fascinating to me. And and so want to of the things that I would recommend doing if you are not familiar with the Enneagram, uh, there is a free uh, assessment you can take for the Enneagram to see what you are there. And I'll post a link to that in the show notes for you. And another thing is the DISC assessment. Um, And I'll post that link as well in the show notes. But those are tools in your tool belt that you can have that can really help you to understand your spouse 
even your friends, family, you know, it can be such a great tool to know the different personality types that you're dealing with, because it will help you to know how to communicate better with them. And communication is like key in every relationship. Next week, in next week's episode, we are going to be diving into communication, a little bit more on how to, you know, how to work through communication, how to handle conflict, how to approach conflict, and have hard conversations. So next week, we'll talk a little bit about that. I'm so thankful that you are here to listen to this episode. I hope you found it valuable. I hope you found some nuggets of information in here that will help you in your journey as you, you know, grow in relationship with others. Um, And so I'm praying for y'all. And I just hope you have a wonderful week. Meet me back here next week for the next episode. We'll be talking all about communication. Thank you for listening to the Living Like a Dre podcast. I look forward to sharing with you again next week. Until then, friends, have a blessed week ahead.